When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. ¿Qué pasa, campeones? And welcome to the Churros E-Tacticas podcast. It is Monday, the 11th of April, and the Churros gods have decided that me, yes, the Kule, the Barça, the Barça side of this podcast, gets to do the intro today. Why, you may ask? Well, in case you haven't seen that very electric, let's call it Levante Barça, Luke de Jong coming with the winner in the 92nd minute means that we, Barça, are continuing our hunt, our chase to make life difficult for Real Madrid, Real Madrid, as they also pick up three very comfortable points against Getafe, let's say it like it is, and uh, comfortably continue their, what is it, 12-point lead ahead of Barça with still one game in hand, as uh, like I said, we pick up two those three very vital important points in uh, a very mediocre game. Uh, I'm curious to know more about Kian's perspective on Madrid's game as well. Big week ahead. Let's uh, not linger too long on La Liga results, but also look forward, if we can, a little bit to this uh, Europa week. Um, where, of course, Madrid faced Chelsea in the second leg and Barca Eintracht over in the camp. Now, Kian is with me. What's going on, my man? Let's also give a big shout out and uh, welcome, of course, to our dear sponsors of this podcast, Manscaped. Your balls will thank you whenever you use their fine products, whether it's the chafer, the chafer, the creams, the gleams, making your balls look spick and span. Use the promo code CHURROS on the landing page, manscaped.com. <laughs> Imagine, Kian. <laughs> Manscaped.com and you use code CHURROS. Yeah, that's the one. Those are just the logistical details you need to, to get that discount. Right. And you get free get shipping as well. Well, you said it all. And I just I just don't know. Like, you, we don't have time to think or analyze. Like, you asked me, like, you want to know my thoughts on Real Madrid's comfortable victory. Do we even have time? I don't, like, it's Chelsea's tomorrow. I feel like so we knocking played, on the door. I feel like we played Chelsea Chelsea's yesterday. At the door. Like what happened? Like we were just <laughs> yeah. we were just playing them like yesterday and now we gotta play them again tomorrow. We're that goes yeah. by super fast. So My God. Uh, especially in your world where I think time zones are just one big fuzzy yeah. That time is fuzzy. Time is fuzzy. <laughs> I I don't know <laughs> what year it is, what day it is, what time of day it is. You're still where you're I am. still posting clips of you on Sky Sports and it's already the second leg's already at the door. Got to head head on back over to the studios in London and uh, and 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 hit up. Why don't you do that? Why don't you connect over a satellite? You know, come in through uh, Skype or Zoom or something. Tell it's not David. the same. I'm sure they they'd be happy to do that for me. But you know, being in studio is like where 
Like yeah. I, I, I've, I've done studio things three times now, I think, and it's very rare, obviously. But anytime I've done that, I'm mm-hmm. like, this is what I want to do. I think I like, I want to have a future in yeah. there somewhere. But like, it's not the same when you're. They call you in from Zoom. It's not really the same, you know. So yeah, we'll have you over at in Barça Studios too. Come on to our show, Kian. You're invited. I'll never be invited back if if I. If I got invited to that show, like, what would you even? Is well, maybe, there maybe I won't. Maybe I won't neither, and that'll be our ticket. <laughs> that could be our last mic drop for Barca Studios. <laughs> like the day we decide we're done, we, we just go there and leave with a bang. <laughs> oh man! Well, um, uh, yeah. Listen, so, game where in hand. Let's Who start. Is the game we'll, in hand against. Can you remind me? Right. Real Sociedad. Away from home. I'm looking at Barca's yes. schedule. There's. I feel like that's got to be the one where you. If we like. Like, first of all, there's no. You have to win all all your games, basically, if you want to catch up to Real Madrid. That's the very least thing that needs to happen if yeah. there's even entertainment of this. But like you said, it could be just the idea of making us uncomfortable, if anything, even if you don't win the league, which Correct. in turn affects us maybe mentally for the for the Champions League mm-hmm. and all that That's stuff, it. whatever. But if there's a We're game blind, I yeah. think that like you would circle, it probably would be that game in hand where you would drop points, Real Sociedad. Now, obviously, we know that there's no easy games in La Liga, as was proven with the Levante game away from home on the weekend. The other one I'd look at is Betis away. And a kind of like, this is a weird one, and I don't think this is going to be a real challenge for you guys. But Rayo, even at home, just has the potential to just be something weird where Rayo... Hey, do I have to remind you or our listeners what the last time we played Rayo, what happened? But at home. Home was a different... Right, but do you remember... No, I just no, no. Remember. The last time we played Rayo, it was the last game of Rono Kuman in charge. We lost that game, and Kuman got fired. Yeah, well, things are different now. Now you have Luke de Jong scoring with every time he touches the ball. And, <laughs> it's, in nuts, the, huh? and it's always like a game winner in the 90th minute. The guy is freaking clutch as hell. He's like, he's Mar- he's, he's like Mariano Diaz, but rep, but like over a long-term sample size. Mariano Diaz had that like... After that goal against Barca, when he came off the bench in the 90th minute, remember? And everyone was like, oh, he's averaging like a goal per minute. Luke de Jong is that, but like <laughs> over a period of games. like Five times. <laughs> there's like, I think like he's averaging like 15 goals per game if you sort it per 90 at this point. Like he's just constantly, every time he's on the field, he's scoring a goal and it's like always a game winner. So who would have thought that would have been, would have been a thing. So... Why don't you tell me oh, about that? Good for Barca. Why don't you tell me about the Levante experience actually before we get into the other things? Well, well, look again. May I start by saying that um, I uh, professed at the beginning or at last on our last podcast that this was going to be a difficult game and should always be. Circ- Are you at least going to entertain the idea of always circling the Levante games now as potential banana peels? That's fair because uh, it it it. it this season they beat Villarreal, they beat Atletico and the Wanda Metropolitano. They make life always difficult for the La Liga giants, whether they're called Real Madrid or Real Madrid or Football Club Barcelona. They uh, are consistently Goliath slayers, whether it's uh, Lishi in charge or Paco Lopez. You know, these guys led by uh, Jose Luis Morales, El Capitan, coño, El Comandante, I should say, as well. 
uh, almost scoring the goal of his life. I don't know if you saw the dribble uh, yep. where he beat the entire Barca defense and then was alone in front of Ter Stegen, only for him to ping pong, get two touches on it with uh, knee and, and hand, glove, and then Eddie Garcia eventually clearing it off the, the goal line. But, you know, what a, what a goal that would have been for another one for Morales, who has scored so many iconic goals. And, and, and for example, that sprint against uh, Real Madrid, was it, right? Last season? Um, Can't remember. But that was last season. Um, or two, yeah, or two seasons. Anyway, whatever. Uh, clutch. Another, these guys just show up when uh, the La Liga Giants come knocking and they should, like Xavi said in a press conference, they shouldn't be in 19th position. Uh, they're in relegation zone. It's not looking good for them, despite them also having picked up, what was it, seven of the last nine points at home in, in their last, uh, uh, prior to playing this fourth one now against Barca. Uh, the point is there, right? Levante, tough. They did it once again. They took the lead against Barca. Barca to come back from behind. Very weak first half from uh, Los Azulgrana, it has to be said. Barca, again, lacking in intensity against these kind of teams. And what did, I, what did we speak about on Friday, Kian? You know, I told you these, what was sort of being whispered around the Barca uh, hallways about Xavi complaining about the lack of intensity uh, that this team is uh, displaying against the more humble sides. And we're, we saw it, you know, against uh, Eintracht and there's other examples of that, Galatasaray perhaps even, or now Levante. Um, the second half changed thanks to the entrance of Pedri and Gavi. Uh, Gavi is an energizer bunny who... It's got a fire within them that, that you just rarely see. And you'd want that to be hopefully as contagious as possible to uh, precisely those kind of players that you know approach these games with a more relaxed attitude because Gavi is the complete counter opposite as well as Pedri. You know, the assist provider, in this case, Gavi to Pedri for the 2-1, uh, allowed Barca to get the upper hand again, but not before... Uh, Levante actually had their second penalty called as well, which uh, they uh, missed, of course. I think it was was it Gomez uh, Meleros. It was uh, it was Gomez Roger. missing the second. Uh, Roger Marti, yes, yeah. yes, Marti, Marti missed the penalty. Correct. Sorry. And um, uh, but then they did get the second penalty. Um, that time they, or, excuse me, the third penalty. They scored the third penalty in a very clumsy tackle from Clément Anglais as well. Damn, it's like it's classic Anglais, classic Barça <laughs> It's classic. It's we've seen that one before. Talk about Groundhog's Day, right? Uh, and eventually, of course, thanks to Luke, uh, his intensity and his beautiful Dutch head, getting again. Uh, a clutch goal. It was Espanol is the last one I remember. But we drew, we walked away with a draw, but this time now we walk away with a win. And uh, in, in in a very dangerous game for Barca, where we could have dropped points unnecessarily. You know these games against uh, the Levantes are are need to be battled and, and approached with more intensity, especially at this stage in the season where you just simply cannot take your foot off the gas. Um, and uh, Barca were close to doing so. Um, those are my primary takeaways, I would say. And, and, and I should also say, though, let's also give merit with all the I think, critical uh, 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 opinions or, or thoughts that I just shared. I think 
also we should give credit to the fact that this team still managed to hang in there walk away uh with the win in a game where they've where they got three penalties whistled against them uh, and thereby achieving something that has never done been done before in la liga history where a three a team still managed to win a game where they had three penalties uh, whistled against them. oh so, interesting okay well yeah that yeah. that specific stat i didn't know about but I, I I did thought it was like such a funny thing that you know this is such a rare thing that happens and then all of a sudden in the span of two weeks it happens twice <laughs> with Celta and and now uh, and now Barca where three mm. opposed, three penalties get called against them but you know you you spoke about maybe the complacency and stuff and and obviously grinding out to the victory and I think if I think you're allowed probably to have grind out victories where it's not as pretty given the fact that you played really well for a while now. And I think you're, you know, statistically speaking, you are one of the most informed teams in all of Europe. I think you're unbeaten now for what, like 12, 13, 14, 15 games. I, I don't 14, remember the number. 15, yeah. 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 So whatever it is, it's a very impressive statistic. I think it, it may be the best streak in Europe right now, although I'm not hundred yeah. percent sure on that. that so you're allowed to have correct. wins like this where it's not, everything's not perfect. Right. Um, I also think like when you speak about complacency and all that stuff, part of the benefit of like if you're gonna if you if you're a big team riding that wave where it's like harder to get up for these smaller games, especially you know after feeling like you're on cloud nine and you're you know if you're beating Real Madrid away from home four nil, you know admittedly so like the human in you is like ah well this game is not as nearly as exciting as going to the Bernabeu and. Their I know, ass, man, so. but we were in ninth position like two weeks ago, Kian. I mean, the team cannot forget where we're coming from. Sure. We can, we're not allowed to slip up anymore. But one thing that you have to benefit or to at least um, mitigate, uh, mitigate, that's not a word, Mig, uh, mitigate, 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 that's what I'm looking for. One way to mitigate that is that you have an awesome hungry bench and right. you, the bench right now is like very, not. it's not like it's not quite the same as Zidane's 16, 17, 18 B team thing, but you guys have this whole army of bench, bench mob players that come in and they dominate, whether it's Luke. I mean, Gavi setting up Pedri off the bench yesterday. I mean, Pedri himself also coming off the bench, but like, um, you should, you should those two should start. <laughs> well, I just assumed Pedri was being rested or something, right? It was, Obviously, yeah, yeah. You know, Gavi, I guess there's a case that maybe he's maybe not going to be a starter, every, but, but Gavi, like, you know, so people like that, and and I think Dembele's kind of been like a new signing for you guys in a weird way, because mm. I don't know. Yes, is this the best? He's, he's playing his best football ever. Yeah, this is Hands the down. best in version. Five years. So, so you guys have all that going for you, and that's all I wanted to say about winning Europa League. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. That's up this a very bison. tasty encounter. In the in the Super Cup <laughs> against who knows I don't know I'm not gonna say who it might be but it could be somebody very interesting but uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves yet so yeah uh, that's, that's it and the other thing now like it's it was everyone could kind of guess that you guys were gonna get second place because you know there were some doubts about Sevilla and Atletico and mind you like it's, you're still tied on points with Sevilla with the game in hand but. Atletico also, like we're talking about a team, a big team who can't get up for little games. Atletico is right now the prime example of that. It's like the Real Madrid syndrome. Mm. It's like, uh, you know, we got a Champions League coming up against Manchester City. We're better than Mallorca, but we're just not going to play well at all. And 
we're going to lose this game and just fall further back in the title race. It was already a pipe dream. Now it's just completely gone. And Barca's probably going to come second. Sevilla probably third. Well, I guess we'll just come fourth. And, like, that's that's yeah. what Atletico are also going through right now. It's that, you know, can't get up for these little games. And that's why they're not winning the league. You know, they, it was a... Is Madrid going to get up? For these games, or are they just gonna count on uh, these cakewalks, these walks well, in the park? Like, in it's a, a great question. Colosseum. Great question. And they they have very they have a very difficult schedule. You have a very difficult schedule. I know on top of my head, you still have to face Atletico. You still have to go to Sanchez Pijuan. You still have uh, Betis. You still face Atletico. I think so, right? I don't know. I'm not even. I'm not fact checking you. I'm just looking at you and nodding. Sure, that sounds all right to me. I don't know these things. Let me check. Um, Betis, for sure. Se- Sevilla next week. Villarreal. I want to say Sevilla next week. Sancho Pijuan, like I said. Yeah, Atlético away. Cadiz, who still will have to play, fight for their lives. Betis, yeah. who will fight for Europe. Yeah. Uh, what else you got? I just. I mean, I assume I mean, this is arrogance, but. I assume the Cadiz and Betis are the last two games of the season. The league should be done by then. Hmm. Unless hmm. Barca are... By the time we face Cadiz, unless Barca are six points behind us. And if if Barca are three points behind us for the Betis game, well, then God help us all. But I, I, just, I don't think... I, I would be... I, I mean, I would be shocked. Shocked if that... If we were to get to that stage, right? So... So those games may not matter that we're talking about. Um, I think the Atletico game will matter. After that, you got Levante, Cadiz, Betis. Those ones may, may not matter. It may not matter. Levante. Oh. This might, this might work. <laughs> it might work. We've, I don't know work. if we've seen crazier things, but I just assume there's been crazier things that have happened. So listen, but I just hope. want... You asked the question, will Real Madrid also fall in the trap of not getting up for these games? Here's one thing that maybe we can take away from the Catafe win. And we're talking about bench players who are hungry. Because part of the thing with games like this is that it's you're more likely to get good performances from the bench players who are hungry and the starters are not. The starters can be a combination of tired and just waiting for the Champions League game to come around. But one of the benefits of you know, these young players like Gabby, like, they don't give a fuck about that. They just want to go out and prove themselves, right? Yeah, yeah. We had that against Hatape with Kamavinga starting over Cruz and Fede Valverde starting over Modric. So mm. that was a huge reason why I felt that, because in years past, we would have had this as a trap game. But Ancelotti actually rotated and everyone was shocked. And so we had great performances from Kamavinga and Fede both. And I, we were all happy and we're like, Oh wow. Great. You did this for the first time ever and look what happened. And we were all just excited and that maybe Carlo came away like with an aha moment or something. So fingers crossed. We'll see. But um so to answer your question, I think if we start using some of our bench players to keep everyone fresh, I think we could get up for these games. In my opinion. That's mm-hmm. just an assumption, mm-hmm. but I think it makes sense logically if if we were to do that. So and Rodrigo had a good game also. He was he was another one that got rotated into the starting so line. So I didn't I didn't it was uh, <clears throat> I had a dinner that evening and it was on uh in the background and it felt very 
boring. It didn't feel like no, I, like, I, I had a lot of fun. I guess as a neutral, it was less less exciting, but I really enjoyed it actually. And you walked away with an easy three, basically. Yeah, I mean, I because I think like part of the reason why I was engaged, I think most Real Madrid fans were entertained, was because Vinicius was feeling the, himself. These, Kids were yeah. playing. And right, the kids, right. yeah. Like we me personally, right now, my favorite player might be Kamavinga. And like I don't I just mm-hmm. love that kid so much. So every time he's on the field, I'm really excited to like just see how he does. I love him so much. Like I really do. Um I even like on the on the management podcast, I sometimes get emotional just saying his name. That's how much I love him. He's like <laughs> I think he's like he's good he's like he's like my version he's like my version of Kuman, what Kuman was to you now. So as a player, obviously. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Um, that's, so that's, that's, so that's part far. of the reason that's why I was far. excited. I love him. I he love cannot him. be your Kuma. Maybe. He could be well, like one day, but I think he's like starting to get... I always have like one player that I really love, like more than anyone. Like And so... Of course. For me, it was like growing up, it, it was Raul, obviously. And then after that, yeah. you know, I think Modric took the mantle. Um, uh and and I Bale it was Bale for a while too. Bale I I really really loved. <laughs> and uh, now I think it's Kamavinga. Well, so I hope Kamavinga can stay for a long time. Now it's just a vague acquaintance, a vague memory. Hey, man. My, mine right now is is uh, he's going to play against uh, Chelsea. Ansu Pedri oh, and Gavi. Yeah, those three. Yes, yes, yes. Good choices. But of course, but Kuman Kuman was like my I mean again my, it was my first jersey, bro. It's still my only jersey with a name on the back. Kuman, you're, you're put Kamavinga cannot be my your you know my Kuman. That is, you are a grown man a, with the father of two kids. You're not an impressionable adolescent or even you know yeah. What was at the time nine ten year old. Yeah. Um, listen, Champions League. What's gonna happen tomorrow? Right? Tomorrow? No. Wednesday. Tomorrow, Real Madrid plays Chelsea. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. That's why we're doing the pod today, by the way. We're, I don't. I didn't know that. That's why we're doing it today. But I'm thankful for doing it today because. Well, also because I got I, I I got out earlier than I would normally do. But yes, that that's one of the reasons. I do I, would like to preview that though before yeah. we spit up the bones. Okay, let's do that. I also really really wish that Villarreal Bayern was not at the same time. Mm. I would just love to if that was like scheduled two hours before the Real Madrid game. I would love to just watch that one in peace. You know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Villarreal submarine listeners. If we have any, you guys are going down hard. This is not going to be a contest, I think. Which makes it extra painful because they could have been up more than one nil based on how the first leg went. Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I think they're gonna get they're in for a beating now. But this it's funny because you're I know exactly where your mind is right now and it's not to jinx them. You actually genuinely just want every good team in this competition to stay in there just to make Real Madrid's life as impossible as possible. <laughs> and so I know that's not even a that's genuine jinx correct. attempt. You actually want them to go hard. You want them to go down. Evil son of a bitch. For this not even for, for the Spanish football um flag we don't even diego's off this is a churros y tacticas podcast man <laughs> we gotta support I'm all the spanish sorry. teams i'm sorry it's true and i normally i would especially against the german side but That's i want true. Lewandowski to to put fucking four past madrid before he signs with barca uh, future barca signing robert Lewandowski. any truth to those 
rumors? I don't know, man. Well, I mean, I don't know. You hear things. <laughs> All right, let's. That's for another day. Um, there's not like much to preview for tomorrow that I think that hasn't already been said. Because like, I, I mean, some of the newer wrinkles that maybe haven't been said is that, you know, Chelsea's momentum and morale is probably a little bit better now. They're coming off that six 0 thumping of Southampton. Lukaku's mm. injured, so maybe some some thoughts that trickled in of Lukaku dominating Nacho in the air are gone now. Um, yeah. Obviously, not having Militao is really going to be painful mm. for us. Hopefully, not too painful. Mm-hmm. So you guys really rate him, huh? Militao? I, Militao yeah. is, has had an awesome season, and mm. we're really, really happy with that signing in hindsight now. I think there are definitely mistakes that he makes, but in terms of a leader, in terms of not backing down to anyone, in terms of his ability to read the game, he's fantastic. He'll make mistakes, and he's made several this season. But you know, look, we went, we went through like half a decade of Ramos' mistakes before he actually became amazing. So, we right, also have experience right. in just hey, like you know, I know we're not known for being a patient club, but a lot of our legends had to go through a lot of growing pains and mistakes before, of course, they reached that status. You know, yes. so, uh, I we're, we're very happy with him. I'm. I don't know how tomorrow's gonna go. Um, definitely feeling nervous about it. I'm feeling more nervous about nervous. it. Nervous. Yeah, I'm feeling more so nervous about it than I did. I was nervous about the first thing actually, and I think that's probably just because mm. tomorrow is even more at stake. The season's on the line. When you know, when Real Madrid could go out or advance. I mean, this is everything comes to these moments. Everything we do, all our work, all our fandom. It comes to nights like tomorrow. It, this is what it all comes down to. This is what we all wait for. This is what we get most nervous about is nights like this. So, yeah, nervous for sure. Mm-hmm. Nervous. You never know. Like, I, I see too many people what? talking about two goals. Like, two goals is shit all, man. Like, you can go mm-hmm. into halftime down 2 nothing and then score three goals in the second half easily. You can score two goals in five minutes. Two goals is nothing. I, I don't see this big th- – I don't – I. I'm not confident about just – I mean, it, two goals. It's I, nice I to have, but it's not a big thing. I agree. I agree. However, looking at Chelsea's momentum, looking at the turmoil that is surrounding the club within not just at board level, but also in the pitch with Tuchel and Lukaku, and it's, it's all a bit off uh, with Chelsea. And I don't think um, they have the mustard might. They don't have what it takes to at this point in time take out a Hail Maggi that is that has a two goal cushion. You know, I'm not saying that they cannot win maybe one nil. Like uh Madrid's a better team and they're playing at home and they got a two goal cushion. Their leaders are in, in the league, they're about to win the league title. They're at least gonna win this one, you know. Spoken like a sincere Kool-Aid who wants nothing but the best for Real Madrid. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you're wrong in anything you said. Um, I think the state, mental state of both teams is different. Although, look, I mean, I don't, I can't say for sure. They did just beat, they did just win 6-0. You never know what they could put together for a game like this. Tuktolo is still a genius tactician regardless of what happened in the first, like he can figure a lot of things out. Um, but 
I think some of your points are valid. And actually, I think all of your points are valid. I, you know, it's still in the air for me. There's a lot of variables that go into this. And I I just don't know. I, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, there are, I'd be curious. One thing that I'd be curious about, and I don't think Chelsea will, I don't, it, it'll be interesting to see how aggressive Chelsea will be to start this game. And one thing in particular I want to see is how they, they work the Reese James matchup. And will they go with four at the back or three at the back? Four at the back seem to do them better defensively in the second half against us. But uh, three at the back was worse defensively, but also better offensively. So I, I wonder what Tuchel does there and be, and how much they'll chase the game early on. Because if they chase the girl game early on and Vinicius gets space there, then that's a great sign for us. But if they become a little bit more pragmatic and just try to nick a goal before halftime and not go so gung-ho, I think that actually might work in their favor in some way. Uh, because Real Madrid attacking low blocks, um, that's something that they can struggle with. And I don't think Chelsea will go deep anyway, but I think they'll, they're they capable of having an, uh, a very solid mid-block where they can cut off passing lanes and they can make sure they, they cover the space and behind the fullbacks through coverage and and they have a really good overall press when they want to implement it. So I think and that wasn't apparent in the first night because they just were bad for whatever reason. But it's uh, it's one of those things I'd be interested to know. What So a couple things. One is, will they go with four at the back or three at the back? How aggressive will they be to start? And uh, whether or whether or not, um, you know, they'll, they'll try to implement a high press or not. And all, all these questions that I have... And I also like if Carlo goes with the f- first like starting lineup, I'd be pretty happy with that. Obviously, with the one change being Nacho from Militao. We'll see. And can Chelsea capitalize on their chances and be efficient? You That's know, always their question. The always. goals, that the, the chances, right? I mean, this this game, I didn't see it. Going over some of the highlights now. Um, Which one? Where it seems like you know it was a yeah. It was yeah. a perfect game for uh, uh, everybody from it's from a good Bernier, obviously game. To, to Mount Alonso, etc. Yeah, um, efficient in, in in their chances of goal, something which they weren't, of course, in the first leg against uh, Helmaji, where they missed. Uh, well, Lukaku in particular missed those missed those sitters. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, like you said, they can come out aggressive early on and. Uh, have some chances, convert those, start putting pressure on the home side by uh, being up 1-0 and um, going to the half maybe with the, a goal advantage, who knows, maybe two goal and, and make this make this a, a, a battle, make this a knockout round where, you know, she's still uh, fight for their lives. Let's not forget, I mean, they're still European champions, right, at the moment. So never underestimate the heart of a champion. We'll see what they can do. Any... Any love or any hope for Atletico versus Manchester City on Wednesday? Absolutely. Oh, sit. Um, what did I say? Absolutely. Manchester City. I got that yeah, right. I thought you said United. You did. Yeah. No. I, I thought think I said I Manchester City, but United. the way you reacted made me question whether I said the right team or not. It, because I thought I was thinking United. I just saw a, a, a headline with United, and 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 I, uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, I, I, yes, uh, both ways. The the answer is yes. It's um, you know very interesting battle between what we talked about uh, several podcasts ago. This this battle between Pep's vision and Simeone's vision, 
the the five five low block vision versus uh, the initiator and the risk taker. So uh, who will win? It's going to be tight, I guess, because Simeone knows exactly what the fuck he's doing in the back and uh, limiting space uh, attacks. It'll be very hard for uh, City to get to answer their goal tally in the Wanda. And uh, they'll have to be also quick in transition to stop any counter attacks coming from Joao and, and company. It's interesting to see and, uh, like what Simeone would do because the you know general feeling will always be that they'll go into a low block and shit house and try to counter, which is obviously on the table. But when you look at them at home, they're all, they've always been more mm. aggressive. Whether it's mm. Juve, whether it's Liverpool last season, mm. Um, mm. they just. Manchester United this season, where they were just literally like just throwing people around and putting the ball cleanly, attacking, attack. I mean, it's just they, at home they're just a different kind of team, and I just wonder if they'll will they do that against that like will they go into bully ball mode? Because I think that that's mm. something that they're great at. You know, I feel though that Simeone, it's also part. Of, it's a part. It's a mental game for him as well, and he knows that he'll be frustrating the shit out of Pep uh, with, you know, that approach. That 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 the same uh, that Mourinho did with Inter Milan, for example, at the Camp No uh, yeah. that year. You know, and, and we should my, have advanced to the. Final. Well, I guess my my concern with for them if they do go back into the low block is that where are the goals going to come from? Because you're they're not in they're not a blitzing counterattacking team, and no. Unless you really, really get great transition attacks from Carrasco and Zhao and Griezmann and Marcos Llorente is going to be super important. Yeah, I mean, they have a lot of players to do it, I guess. But from a positional standpoint, it's going to be tough for them to even create chances and escape their half if they do that, go that route. So very curious to see what happens. But I do think that they can beat Manchester City. I actually really do believe that. I think it's probably like 2080, but it's there. If Simeone can push this game nil nil into like the minute eighty, he'll be well happy with that. Yeah, and then we'll see sort of the colchoneros come out of their hole. I would say, I would imagine. I think that's that's really the problem. I don't think we're gonna see like a gung ho from minute one and be like, "Come on, let's look for the goal." I think Simeone will be happy to sort of stretch out the nil nil for as long as possible. Or he'll do that and he will get an away goal and then uh, or he will get an early goal rather and then he'll go into mm, mm, lockdown mm. mode. Um, mm. All right, well, anything else? I, I'm i just going to do a quick scan to see if we have any Patreon questions because I forgot to check that. All right. Um, but, well, uh, in the meantime, I'll just talk a little about Barca uh, Eintracht, which is also, in case you forgot, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's uh, on your agendas on, on Thursday at the end of the week. Uh, this other company, Competition that we partake in called the Europa League. It's quite good. It's it's a good competition. It's fiercely fun. Uh, more humble teams, sure, but uh, hey, we're having a good time and uh, we're going to try to win it. Second game now against uh, Eintracht Frankfurt. Difficult German side, uh, ninth, uh, if I'm, unless they moved up over the weekend in the Bundesliga standings. Finished one all the first leg. The second half, we are playing at home and uh, I expect a more open game uh, for Barca at least to be able to stretch out that pesty and disciplined uh, defense from uh, Oliver Glasner, who's uh, their manager. And, uh, uh, well, we'll see. I think we I think we should be able to get through. Anyway, sorry. Back to what you want to Patreon questions. It's a great preview. Uh, no, we d- no, there's none. So we're good. Oh. Yeah. 
So get us on Patreon. Pa- Patreon, where are you at, man? We'll uh, we'll ask them to submit questions for Friday, maybe for our Friday podcast. Okay. All right, man. Well, I got a a busy day, and uh, you want to go be with your kids, or at least let them back in the house after you kick them out. So why don't we wrap it here? <laughs> and uh, now it's starting to get Earth is starting to heat up a little bit, so we can actually start taking advantage of sunshine a little bit. So it's got to be. Oh it, yeah, yeah. Well, here, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. When the sun's out, it's boing. You feel it. You feel yeah. it. That's, that has that, that summer punch already behind it. At least spring, yeah. spring yeah. feel. Yeah. All right. Well, you go enjoy that. Enjoy all the games Thanks, this dude. week. There's a lot. Friday show is going to be a banger. So yeah. if you like this content, awesome. we got a yeah, bonus. Sign on Imagine off. like all of this stuff we just previewed. Villarreal Bayern that we talked about for five seconds. Atletico <laughs> City, which we talked about for maybe five minutes, maybe maximum. Uh, Real Madrid, Chelsea, which we actually did talk about a decent amount. Barca, Frankfurt, Diego's expert um, breakdown there, which was uh, 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about all of that, the aftermath of all of that, but not everyone gets to hear it. Only those who are cool enough to be patrons over on patreon.com slash churros y tacticas. Go there and you, you get a bonus a show every week. Because that Friday, it's a bonus show, more content with a little yep. bit of extra Cinnamon spice on the churros. If you catch my drift. And heat and uh, raw churros. Dough was dough literally sticking to the oven. It's still so it's still raw. It's so raw on Fridays. So if you want access to those raw churros unfiltered, patreon.com slash churros tacticas. Thanks, Diego. I appreciate your time as Thanks, always. Man. Look forward to chatting with you yes. at the end of the week. Peace. Follow us on Twitter at churros y tacticas. Without at the churros tacticas without the Y. Follow us on Twitter. Churros! Ian Spanish. Sports Social Podcast Network.